and welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with myself, Johnel, and of course, my sweet lady, Colette. And this week, we want to say thank you guys for constantly tuning in, whether it's your first time watching our podcast, or maybe it's your last time because you can't stand us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so, Colette, like we always start off every week, how was your week? Um, my week was pretty good. It was pretty busy. Um, it was kind of packed with um, our events that we had okay. uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like the main part of my week, to be honest. Um, I think for the most part, in reference to some of the, the tasks that I had put down from last week to complete, I did finish my main goal, which was to focus on our website, mm-hmm. um, and that's done. And it's kind of crazy, because yeah. if you guys go back and listen to maybe like five episodes ago, you'll notice how much we're procrastinating on actually getting the website finished, and it literally took us about 45 minutes of sitting down, breaking the website down, and then another 10 minutes of sending the email, and we have this amazing web developer that we work with, and he literally got everything completed in what, like... Two 20, hours. Yeah, like two hours. Max, max, yeah. max, right? So it kind of goes to show is that like we have the capabilities to always get things done and be so efficient. But like, again, like sometimes we hold the company back by just procrastinating so much, you know? Yeah. And that's what one thing that we try to talk about was like, how can we essentially just be more efficient? Because we know the framework that we need to get these things completed. Yeah. But it's like, okay, like let's actually take the steps to get them done now, right? And I feel like we were kind of procrastinating too because like, it's not something that like we necessarily know how to do mm. so we were kind of just like putting it off it's kind of like that thing that you're not really sure of how to start or not really sure of how to do so you just kind of keep like putting it to the side putting it to the side mm-hmm. but like I, like I realized during this whole like website process that like that saying like you know eat the biggest frog first oh is really gosh. is really true no 100%. like you just need to get out of the way stop thinking about it and move on to something else like, yeah because i think also we were also just focused on like well this has to be perfect it doesn't work out well and it's like we kind of we kind of have to trust in our process that like the whole trial and error that's mm-hmm. what's been working for us so let's say it doesn't work out the first week and the website isn't ideal We'll fix it. Like, our website's we'll gone it. through so many different transformations. So many different transformations. And I think right now I'm actually the happiest with the website. One, because the way it actually looks and just the whole template that we've decided to use. But mm-hmm. also, also because we've been able to figure out how we want to utilize the website, right? More so as a landing page. Yeah. More so to bring our audience there to provide educational materials like our podcasts, our articles, and things mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. So those things are going on. And really another thing, if you're looking for, like, you know, someone to build a, a website for you, it's really, really important to do your research because we went through a lot of developers oh that claimed they could do certain things, and then when it came down to it, they couldn't, mm-hmm. um, weren't the most upfront about things. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, like, a long process. Sometimes it can be a little bit annoying and strenuous, but just be patient, take your time, try to do as much research as possible so you know what the right questions are to ask. When we first started doing this, we didn't really know what were the right right questions to ask. Yeah, or even what we wanted. Or even what we wanted, or even what was, like, realistically possible, you know? 100%. So, it just takes time. Like, obviously, don't beat yourself up about Mm -hmm. it, but um, just try to be as aware as you can. No, 100%. And to bring it back, right, in terms of our show that we had, so this past weekend, we actually went to the Hamilton Vintage Clothing Show, 
And it's essentially, it's really similar to the Ottawa Vintage Clothing Show and the Toronto Vintage Clothing Show that we've talked about before. Um, similar demographics, similar types of clothing and everything. Great event. So if you ever get a chance to go check out the Hamilton Vintage Clothing Show. Mm -hmm. um, the one downside of it was that in Toronto, we actually experienced one of the worst freezing rainstorms ever to hit the country. There was, there was 2,500 accidents. 2,500 accidents. Over two accidents, days. Over two days, okay? And one way or another, we still found a way to be engaging, meet new people, and most importantly, still make a bunch of sales. So we came out on top. It wasn't the best event in terms of sales for us. Just because of the weather. Really. Exactly, just because of the weather, right? It was nothing to do with their promotions or their marketing and everything. Yeah. And it really goes to show that like we still remained optimistic as much as possible and worked with what we had. And yeah. I think that's one of the major things that any new business or like anyone really has to focus on is like just being adaptable in whatever situation that's yeah. put in front of you, you know? I think we did a really good job at doing that. The one thing I will say as like a little bit of a negative from the event i think we both kind of need to work on like making sure that like we're both okay for the event you know like just putting our best foot forward so that includes like you know like getting a good night's sleep before mm. the event making sure that we have like mm. enough <laughs> she was hangry again guys Hangry colic. So are you. So are you. Oh, yeah, I was a little grouchy. Yeah, I'll Make, say. Making sure that we have enough like food, enough mm -hmm. water, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Just making sure that we're properly equipped and properly prepared. Because at the end of the day, we're both only human. Mm -hmm. And like, if we're exhausted, tired, annoyed because we're hungry, thirsty, mm -hmm. it's gonna be like harder for us to engage with people. It's gonna be hard for us to just like interact with each other in like a cordial manner because like we're just generally annoyed. No, 100%, you know? right? So I think that's, like, something that we need to work on. Like, every single event we say, yeah, we're going to make chicken wraps. <laughs> All we do is lie. We're, like, the biggest liars when it comes to preparing for, like, food and for events. Because we're like, yeah, we're going to make chicken wraps. We're going to make the salad so we don't have to, like, spend extra money or have extra costs. And every single time, we just ball out on some KFC or something. Yeah. At this event, we ordered a pizza to the place. But it was so good, though. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out oh. to Double Double. <laughs> <laughs> Want to send us some free chicken wings? Yeah, please, please, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, also to, to, to go back to the idea of like any new business, I think one thing that like we initially didn't focus on our business was focusing on sales first. Because in the reality, like one of the major things about any business, it's about getting money. If you're not able to find different ways to bring money back into the business, it's really hard for your business to grow, mm -hmm. really hard for you to really build to the next level that you would really like it to go to and everything you know yeah. and i think when we first started our business that was one of our major downfalls we were more so focused on like the community aspect yeah. which is really nice because because we both come from like really altruistic backgrounds but nice doesn't make you money yeah yeah and that, that's and, that, and that's the reality of it right you know what yeah, i mean yeah and we still do all of those community initiatives yeah. but at the end of the day they're not our main focus but i think when we did first start a business mm -hmm. like you said that was kind of like our forefront because it, it it was kind of like a motivating factor to start the business yeah yeah which is fine but in terms of like the longevity and it building into what we want to build mm -hmm. it to we can't just focus on giving stuff away for free and and and, right. the, and the reality behind it as well is that's that like if you don't have sales you can't take care of your business then you can't give back to the people that you'd love to right exactly so it's really this cycle that we kind of really have to understand and we have got to understand a bit more. It's like, hey, let's focus on the business, and mm -hmm. then we can implement 
we can implement all those other nonprofit or quote unquote charitable aspects exactly. that would help other people, you know? It's like, exactly. It's like that, that uh, flying, you know, like that, um, that like video that they always show when you're on a flight. I was like, in the moment of distress, or if the like cabin loses air pressure, make sure you put on your mask before you put on the mask of your mother or your friend or your child. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the same's true. Like you need to help yourself before you can help someone else. And like at the end of the day, I think both of our kind of like long term goals are generally to help other people in oh, in, in like one way or another. Mm-hmm. But like if we're not equipped to help then we can't really do much like you know so so it's like at that point then we're just hurting two people we're hurting ourselves and the people that we could potentially help in the long run and also speaking on sales one thing i think that's really important is um having integrity within the business you know what i mean Mm -hmm. ensuring that when a customer asks or a client asks for something we're honest we have like somewhat of like a fiduciary duty to ensure that like we're honest, our integrity's there, mm-hmm. and like so they can like really trust us, trust us, and really yeah. like know that hey, like these guys said they're gonna do something. I know that I have nothing to worry about. And everything, exactly, you know? and at the end of the day, like all of the stuff that well, not all of the stuff, but a lot of our product is vintage. Obviously, we have new stuff, but like ma- the majority of our stuff is vintage. So that article of clothing has gone through its own wear and tear. It's gone through its own its own kind of like story, you know. Yo, and like we do our part to ensure like a certain system of like quality control and make sure that it's adhering to certain standards. But sometimes like we miss things. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. And like I think like something that I'm really like prideful in is that like say if we're at an event or like whatever the case may be and someone's buying something if i notice something in the process of them buying it i'm mm. going to be like oh hey like just so you know like this is here yeah 100 like or like whatever this pin this button's missing whatever the case may be because like i don't want them to you know purchase something thinking that it's great and then go home and realize oh my gosh like there's a big stain on this or, oh and it's gosh, kind of unfair too right because if we're like in the possession of some type of information we're taking their ability to make a decision for themselves, not right? Exactly. If there's like a huge stain on it and they don't see it, but we do, and we're like, yeah, like whatever. It's only, we'll, we'll get the extra 10 bucks. We won't say anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to do that for $10, but then lose like the reputation of having a good business and plus then a potential return customer. Yeah. It's like, and I think that's what a lot of business really have to focus on. It's not necessarily always make the next dollar, but always ensuring that your integrity is more important than the money aspect, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, your reputation takes forever to build. It literally takes one day to be diminished. At the end of the day, we know you can't speak on my name. <laughs> can't <laughs> chat my name. You can't chat my name. <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's not, and that's, like, what's so important, you know? And it's kind of crazy because, like, I remember, like, my mom would always be telling me these things. It's like, you know, like, the things, like, when you're outside, mm-hmm. you're representative of the home. I guess yeah. when you're, you know, I think when you're young, you forget those things. Yeah. And it's like when we're at events, when we're online, when we're talking to different vendors, when we're talking to different clients, we represent Clarendon Co. Yeah. And we kind of really have to hold that true because especially now with the internet age, we're always 24-7 mm-hmm. accessible, you know? It's yeah. not like before where it's like, okay, yeah, people saw you at an event, so after that, it's nothing, you know what they I mean? They can always contact us. They can always reach us mm-hmm. by any means. Oh, and not even also contact us or reach us. They can always watch us. Because yeah. all the content that all, that's always going to be there as well, too, right? Yeah. It's not to say that, like, you know, we have to be, like, these fake people as part of this, like, facade. But it's, like, be, like, conscious 
of the things that we're doing. And at the end of the day, like, integrity for us, I would say, like, it's not fake and it's not a facade because I can honestly say that our integrity transfers into every aspect of our life. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's just something that's, like, true to us. Like, I don't care if you ask me to sweep the floor. I'm gonna sweep it well. Like, you do it okay. Like, you're, 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 okay, you're okay at sweeping the floor. You're just, you're, okay you just think you're the, the best sweeper because you're Jamaican. I have a degree in sweeping floors, babe. Okay. I'm sick. Okay. I'm sick. Are you crazy? Okay, maybe you should sweep more often then. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so um, speaking of sweeping, let's talk about how we can um sweep some expenses under the floor and finding this brand new way to save money. So Colette knows one of my favorite things is not always sales and making money, but it's really finding ways to cut costs, guys. <laughs> You're so excited right now. Guys, okay, so we have a friend that we work with and he always gives like little tidbits, little ideas of like how to like, you know, mm-hmm. how to just like help our business run a bit better and everything. So yeah. he told me about this thing called Chit Chat Express, guys. C-H-I-T, C-H-A-T Express. Mm-hmm. If you are a small business, you do a lot of shipping, Please, 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 please Google them right away. So when we initially started our business, we had this account that we would do for businesses. I'm a business account and that would take like $50 a month. And then we also had a hood sweep. So that would take another $50 a month. So we're losing a $50 right off the bat. So we got rid of those. And then we thought about it the next year. What are other ways that we can like cut costs and then of course have better margins? And one thing that we started to realize was that, like, shipping sometimes really kills us, you know? Yeah, like, Especially Canada Post is, I don't know what you guys are doing over teeth. there, but you guys are charging so much, like, to ship something to, say, New like, York. New York mm-hmm. with tracking, because we always have to do tracking, mm-hmm. to ship something to New York is, like, $16, $17. Uh, it went up. It used to be, like, 13 14 so mm-hmm. I don't know how it goes up, like, three dollars in the course of like a couple months and then and mind you that's with our business like venture cards we save like i don't know 20 cents Mm -hmm. but still it's nothing and then to ship to somewhere like germany for example or anywhere like in the uk or like internationally without tracking it's like 60 dollars easily easily and that's one of the hardest parts about being in competition with business then that limits where we can sell and that's essentially not making us competitive within that realm. And it but li- with Chit Chat Express now... Wait, uh, you cut me off. I just want to say one point. Mm-hmm. It also limits my the... Bad, it's okay. It, al- it also limits like the quality of like a product that we can give to people, mm-hmm. right? So say if we're selling internationally, um, it's hard for us to give people a quality product at a fair price because we have to take shipping into account as well. So if I have a jacket on grailed for $60 but it's ending up going to Germany it's gonna cost me pretty much the total cost of what I'm selling it for in order to ship it out so obviously I can't put it on grailed for $60 I need to put it on grailed for like 80 or $90 when realistically all I really want to sell it for is 60 and even with insane that that goes against our mandate of having at least moderate prices exactly. so everyone can enjoy good quality clothing exactly. but with Chit Chat Express we literally started using this the other day, okay? So we had two shipments. One was going to Germany, and one was going to New York. Mm-hmm. And like Colette said, it's usually about $16 to New York mm-hmm. and about $50 to Germany with tracking. Okay. 
50 without tracking. Sorry, 50 without tracking. Okay, so I go to Chit Chat now. So I'm like, okay, like honestly, if we can like just pay $50 in total for everything, that wouldn't be too bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So I go there now, press little buttons, get my little slipping tab. To ship to New York is $5 Canadian. I'm confused now. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make no sense. This has to be like some type of illegal scam or something. So I'm like, okay, let me see how much it's going to be to ship to Germany. $21. In total, babe, we ended up paying $27 after taxes to ship to Germany with tracking and to New York with tracking. It which, literally saved 60% tracking costs. Yeah. Which, which is incredible. Which like is incredible. My, like my mind is actually blown. It's, it's, I, but I also feel like I've been getting ripped off for a really long time, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's to make up for it, you right? You know, yeah. Like it's, like, it's like when you go into a store and you buy something on Christmas like Eve or something, mm. and then you go back on Boxing Day, and it's 75% off. When like, you, like, what? you know what I mean? It's like you kind of want a refund, but I don't know. But overall, it's a really good thing for a business and really like a lot of really good savings. So Yeah, and I think it's good too, and right? And I think like if you're running a small business, mm -hmm. always try to find ways not to necessarily make more money, mm -hmm. but to cut costs. Because one yeah. of the best ways to actually make more money in the long term mm -hmm. is to save money. And to find chit chat is definitely gonna be you. We're not gonna use it all the time, just because like it's about a twenty minute drive away from us. Yeah. So in terms of gas costs, it doesn't really make sense. But when it comes to like big shipments to international places, yeah. then a hundred percent. That's the first place that we're gonna go. Hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Um. Also, within saying that, I think one of the things that we love to do is always try to find new goals and to speak things into existence. I remember when we initially started the business, we had an idea like, hey, we want to make X amount per week. And I remember scratching my head, being like, "It's crazy! Like we're not making that much money. Like we're we're good at this, but we're not we're not that good at this yet." And it's crazy because like putting a goal out there, changing our mindset, and actually implementing a plan that we actually work towards us made us surpass that goal. Yeah. And I think that's always important. We always kind of have to set goals that are somewhat out of reach, mm -hmm. so then the next goal that we have. It's even that much easier to uh, to get to, you exactly. know. Exactly. I was actually watching. Uh, well, John, I was watching basketball today, and I was watching a like NBA like promo commercial. Oh my gosh! For <laughs> what? Go ahead. For Steph Curry. I can't believe you. And there was this saying. Honestly, great commercial. Fantastic mm. commercial. Oscar worthy. I love a good commercial. Not mm. gonna lie. There was this like amazing saying at the end of the commercial, and like it. It made me cry. Like, not even like... A commercial, guys. <laughs> We're not talking about Forrest Gump or some type of sad romantic movie. A commercial. It was just so... A basketball commercial. It was just so beautiful. And, like, not even a tear. Like, like I had to wipe my eyes. And if John I wasn't here, I probably would have still been crying. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. I'm worried because I'm like, oh, my God. What did I do now? Like, I was actually worried. I'm here thinking I messed up or something. <laughs> I was actually like... So, basically, what it says is... Unleash your mind and the body will follow. Mm. So it's like, right? So it's like, take away all like the doubts and like the negativity and like the second guessing that you have going on in your head. So set those goals, you know, set those goals that maybe you think like, maybe that's a little bit out of my reach. Maybe I can't obtain that right now, right now, but your body will create that and your body will find a way to make it happen. Yeah, know? and it's crazy. And I think like in an essence, what's essentially saying is try yeah try and trust in yourself mm -hmm. like trust in yourself that like okay 
I may not know what everything that I need to know right now, but I'm going to learn it. And, you know, building a business or building whatever you want to do in life, it's a long process. Yeah. You know, it's not something yeah. that, like, like you figure out overnight. You don't know all the answers right away. It's something that you learn a little bit by little bit each and every day, each and every week, each and every month. So it's just something you have to be patient with and trust in yourself and in your process that, like, it's going to work out and you're going to get it done. No, 100%, man. And it's just really interesting is because, like, even like even though you say that, like, believe in your mind, and, like, again, that's transferable to so many different things, right? From the fact that, like, when we were in college and university, like, we had to believe in our process mm -hmm. and our relationship, having to better understand, like, okay, what's the process that works for us and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, really understanding the process that works for you is extremely important. It is. Accompanied by the mindset accompanied by actually implementing those things yeah. so you can become successful in the long term because I think it's really important to have a good mindset but if you're not implementing those things uh, like you it's know hard. you could be like overweight and be like man I'm gonna work out tomorrow I'm gonna work out tomorrow and you never work out tomorrow you know mm -hmm. it's like your mindset's right there but like not if you're putting the action behind exactly it. you know so it's a combination of the two but of course it does start with the mindset right yeah and I think like just having clear goals helps you know and like figure out what it is exactly that you're working towards because when you don't have clear goals it's easy to be like confused and like sidetracked mm. you know because like everybody's doing something different everyone has like different goals and different aspirations but when you're not clear and concise about what it is that you want to do regardless of what anybody else is doing it's easy to like veer off another path and be like oh like I saw this person doing this and they're making good money let me try that or I saw this person doing this and it's working out for them let me see if that works out for me you really have to figure out what it is that you want to do what it is that you want to be successful in and focus on that mm -hmm. and once you have that goal and once you have that mindset everything else just falls into place no that's literally what it is. That's, that's part of it, of course. Like, you know, it's not the whole picture, but obviously, that's the most important part. And obviously, it's easier said than done. Because yeah. even as I'm talking about this, I'm telling it to myself as well. Yeah, of course, right? But at the same time, I just think it's something that's important to just keep in mind. You know? No, definitely. And one thing that we've really been able to keep in mind was the fact that how we want to separate the clothing that we had from items that we bring to shows to items that we would actually only sell online. I think at first it was like a really good idea to do that, but then that would force us to actually buy so much more clothing all at one time. And then that would limit us the ability to, to limit our distribution channels because then we'd only have items that we'd sell online, only have items that we, we would sell shows instead of using two of those streams, right? And I think you made a really good point in saying like, hey, like, why don't we leave the items that are already online at home and then just bring everything else so what that does now it makes it like just more efficient and just more easier for us to like keep a catalog of what's sold and what should be taken to shows and everything too right yeah no it was great because usually when we would come home from events we'd have to be like okay let's see what's sold and go to all the apps take off everything from mm -hmm. every single app and then on our apps, we go from having like 60 items to like 20 items, you know yeah. what I mean? And then that messes up our SEO, so people aren't being able to search our items as much as we'd like. Mm -hmm. Then it also messes up our sales, because people aren't searching for us as much, yeah. which cuts down the likelihood that they're going to purchase things, Yeah. you know? And it's also just a huge waste of time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a waste of time, but it's more time added on. Yeah, it's way more time added on. You know like, what I mean? It's just, 
Yeah. So, yeah, that whole process was a really good idea. I'm really mm-hmm. happy that we implemented that. Yeah, me too, man. And it's crazy, too. I think, like, we should always be going back to things. Mm-hmm. Trying to see, like, hey, like, what else can we do One thing I, in, when you, in, in reference to you saying that, going back to things, mm-hmm. I do think that our, like, one task for, like, this week going into next should be revisiting our business plan. Yes, 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 yes. And again, that's one thing we've been talking about. But again, we've been procrastinating on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's good. Procrastination can be good and can be helpful if used as a tool. Yeah. But I don't think we've been using it as a tool right now. No, we we've literally just been throwing it to the side and been like, oh, uh, it'll figure itself out. We've been like, oh, we mentioned it in the podcast. Yeah, like, you know, like, well, yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll figure it itself out. Yeah, no, we, but, need to, we need to get back on that. No, 100%, because when we initially started the whole, when we initially started the whole business, we had like a five-year plan and some things that we wanted done with within the first year didn't get done, but some things that we weren't done within the fifth year got done. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, we haven't looked at the business plan in maybe, like, a long time, there are, so m- yeah, there are so many things that we can either take out and now also add in as well. And to you, our- yeah, like, there's so many new things that we've implemented over the past, like, even, like, past six months that, like, I think we should definitely write down in our business plan so it would allow us to, like, fully expand it, you know? Because I think when you put something on paper and you bring it into a write it down it that allows you to kind of like flesh out all like the smaller components and the larger components and then all the, like the connecting components to figure out like where can you actually go with this new avenue or this new idea and we have implemented a lot of new not a lot of new avenues but a few new avenues that like i think they need to be further assessed to see where else they can take us no and that's what the most important thing is to write just properly like laying down the framework seeing what was working what's not working and just keeping the staying consistent mm-hmm. with the things that do work, getting rid of the stuff that doesn't work, and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we can like, you know, kick out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, perfect. So, is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap this up? No, I think that's everything. That'll just be our, along with the stuff from last week, uh, revisiting the business plan will be something that we look into as well. Okay, perfect. All right, guys, and that's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Please like and share so we know that you care. Please. And until next time, peace.